Welcome back to another Fireside Chat podcast. Triple D, I guess. Brady's business buddies. I got mm-hmm. Brett Reinhardt and Nate Reinhardt sitting here with me. Brett has been on podcasts before. He's with Fairway Mortgage, and Nate just, uh, he's a badass with a camera, really. Like, it's true. I guess so. Just a media professional, mm-hmm. to say the least. An expert. Um, I always love hanging out with you guys because there's always something I feel like I learn too. Like, <laughs> it's it's fun being in being in the studio here and uh, kind of learning stuff from you guys. So, absolutely. Is this the first one you've done remotely? No, um, I did a couple right by your house. Yeah. At Connor and Grant's house. Right, I remember that. Um, I've done a couple over there. Um, done them at my office. Done them at my house. Um, just kind of wherever I can go. Like I just go. <laughs> nice. Absolutely. Wherever people are gonna want to be on the podcast. I just do it. And if anyone wants to be on the podcast, let me know. Like, let's run it. <laughs> Absolutely. Hey, it's awesome. Well, thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. Yeah, no, I uh, mm-hmm. I was texting Brett this morning. I'm like, I got to get some, like, dirt or something on it. <laughs> I got to look, find some stuff. And I saw you were, this isn't your first podcast probably at all. Like, how I many have I'm you done? I to be honest. I think I've maybe done, like, one or two. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I haven't done a lot. More, I'm definitely focused more on, like, the video like non-podcast video up until this point yeah but vlogs not against and it yeah different things like that i've yeah. had my hand in a few different things from vlogging gaming now cards and now doing stuff for other people and their yeah. businesses and their you know creative ventures so mm-hmm. yeah it's been the, been a whole gamut of video work over the years anything and everything like you said like you don't yeah. rule you don't rule anything out no you never say no <laughs> or you can, but at least you have the option to say yes to anything. And you there get you to go. pick and choose your best projects. So, yeah. I don't know. I just want to work with good people. And I've learned in my, how old am I? 28, about to be 29. So I did five years, almost six years at an agency, and it was a great time. Um, I loved it for what it was, but I realized I wanted to do my own thing. And now I'm in a position where it's like I get to kind of pick and choose my projects, not necessarily – all of the time, but also have to make money. But yeah. um, be in a position. I'm now in a position that I can say yes to more of the things that I exclusively want, and not as many of the things that I have to do to get by. Yeah, which is mm. which is great. And honestly, I hope that a few years from now, um, it'll be pretty much exclusively those things. Yeah. What What are those things that you exclusively wanted like pursue? That's the age. That's the the (laughs) question, I guess. I mean, honestly, like I, I like creating videos. I always have since I was like, I think YouTube came out in 2006 or 2005 and Brett and I were uploading like stupid videos of like us as kids as early as 2006 is the last I remember. For sure. Um, So like I've always enjoyed doing that either for me or for other people. High school, I really got into the Call of Duty scene yeah and that more or less like tanked my grades for a year and i was like i want to be a doctor i have to get out of this um and then i ended up not wanting to be a doctor anymore and i was like dang it i really wish i would have stuck with that because it really popped off like a few years after i kind of got out of it it was on its way up but definitely did not uh stay on the wave long enough Mm -hmm. so then kind of over the years dating my now wife I vlogged a little bit of doing long distance for two years and then during COVID kind of got back into it by ripping packs of trading cards on Twitch and YouTube and now somewhere along the way we got here. Wow. Yeah, that's, that's a lot. Yeah. 
Um, I, I guess we didn't really have too much of an introduction, but these guys are brothers, right? It's true. Have been. <coughs> Known in my whole life. Yeah. I mean, you guys stand up and you're about the same height. They're about 7'5", it seems like. <laughs> Standing next to me for sure. But uh, Still growing. Yeah, no. <laughs> what uh, what was you know family like for you guys growing up together? What uh, what did that look like? What did family look like? We, <laughs> me and my brother, we have older half siblings who are, I think, thirteen and sixteen years older than me. Okay. So decent chunk older, like to the point where we didn't really grow up with yeah. them. Um, but they've been awesome to have in our life. And then I guess we grew up most of our life in Chanhassen. Mm-hmm. Um really awesome neighborhood of people like we were we had friends and other kids our age like pretty much every house Mm. um that was in the entire neighborhood which is really cool so there's always something to do always people to hang out with um and yeah we grew up there went to southwest christian high school in chaska which is now about three times the size of when it was when (laughs) i went there i graduated with 40 people and i think you were we were like, my class was like 55, which was at the time the biggest class wow. high school had ever seen. And then, you know, the freshman class my senior year was already 75 or 80. And so it was clear, like, after they got a new building, like, they were going to expand like crazy. So, yeah. yeah. Yep. So it's the two of us, mom and dad. And then ever since then, our parents got divorced while we were in college. And it was very amicable as far as divorces go, which has been, I guess, good. Um, because I know that there's other cases where that's not the case. Mm -hmm. Um, but mom's remarried to awesome guy named Randy and he's got two kids that we've gotten to become really close to. And then now, um, they've both had kids. So now we are step uncles, um, in addition to half uncles from our half siblings, (laughs) I don't know if that's a full. We're just half uncles or full uncles. (laughs) I I don't know. I think we're just uncles at this point. I think, you know, we have like eight nieces and nephews now, which is crazy. And the only siblings that don't have kids are us. Which, you know, (laughs) not yet. Maybe I was gonna say, you know, if we're talking race, I'd I'd say he's a little bit farther along in the race than I am. You know, getting to the end there, and so. uh, But no, I. uh, you know, we'll have our kids at some point, and then we'll just keep adding to the the nieces and nephews, and you know, get to ten, fifteen. Who knows? Yeah, yeah. It's a big We've family, really. Like, yeah, <laughs> right. We've got two French bulldogs. My wife and I. Her name's Gabby. She is a student at the U of M Veterinary School, graduating in two months. Let's go. Um, so very excited like a month, for a month that. Month and a half now. Yeah, not even a full two months. Thank May, goodness. Right? Yeah. I've been counting down the days for pretty much six years since I've met her. So. Wow. She's graduating on May 13th, right? May 13th. So that's like a month because it's April 6th now. Wow. It's going fast. That's We're crazy. Thank goodness. Yeah. Go that, there's a whole story behind just that whole process and <laughs> getting into She only applied to one school because we were long distance at the time. Yeah. She got into that school. Wow. Which was the University of Minnesota. Like she would have normally applied to other schools, but she was like, we don't want to do long distance for four more years. And like yeah. where I was at at the time, it was like I, you know, wanted to stay at my company. Not that I wouldn't have moved, but it just would have made things a little more difficult. So everything worked out. Yeah. And now mm-hmm. four years later, she's about to be done, which is awesome. Yeah, it is. It's going to be no longer uh paying to work and now finally getting paid to work yeah. after you know the last year of doing internships externships and paying you know student loan debt obviously it's going to be a nice change of pace to all of a sudden have money ha- have money <laughs> yeah money's chill yeah no money is sweet i just uh, 
It's been a good week for me. Yeah. Yeah, I, know, <laughs> I, I, I see a couple of those closings yeah. on Facebook, Brady. Accepted <laughs> offers, some closings. Three closings this week, and I'm like, Dang. 21st birthday, three closings. I'm Oof. like, this is. <laughs> so if you're looking for a closer, yeah, I got you. Any real estate needs, I got you. He'll do the financing. That's true. And I will. Nate will take the all the process. photos. Yeah. So you look really cool in front of your friends. <laughs> That's true. We should do that. I'm like down. a behind the scenes, like of buying a house. I'm in. You could do. You know, I've never seen like closing videos before. You know, yeah. everyone has closing pictures, but like, you know, the process of like a cool edit. Like looking at homes, <laughs> and, you know, you know <laughs> signing, e-signing everything to make the offer. I have to get my drone license, but I am planning on getting a drone this summer. Cause okay. I have a friend Ooh. that has one that he he's my Ooh. he's my tech guy because he buys one of everything that comes out, and then like Naturally. six months later, he's like, eh, I don't want it, or I'm gonna get the next one, and oh. then he sells it to me for like a lot better price. Damn. So that's a plug, right? Everybody there. has a, a plug. tech plug in their life. So I'm planning on buying a drone, which could really enhance the process. Yeah, that would be cool. Yeah, because then you really could take your, you know, video game to the next level of like, I mean, even talking real estate, it's like you can, you know, basically every real estate video, you know, for sh- like for listings and whatnot, you gotta, you gotta have you a drone. You gotta shot. have a drone. Yeah, you gotta have a drone shot. And so that would be, that would be huge. I mean, you can do a lot more with a drone than just that, but. For sure, yeah. but you do have to have your drone license, otherwise you can be uh, fined heavily. So yeah, because you gotta like, there's so many like no fly zones and stuff. Like yeah. it just seems yeah. crazy. Like, which I think most yeah. of the apps that you use are pretty good at like detecting you yeah. that and mm-hmm. not letting you fly if there is. Gotcha. But you know, again, don't want to be hit with that massive fine for yeah. you know doing a video that's probably way less than the fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was uh, at photos for a listing over on like victoria memorial parkway in north minneapolis and nice. the photographer was like yeah i can barely take any drone videos i have like a five by five foot circle i can be in because oh. there's no flight flying zone like everywhere and i'm really? like that sucks yeah. like Dang. yeah there is i don't i don't even really know how it works because certain drones as long as they're under a certain weight limit yeah they don't apply to all of the same rules which the one that i'd be buying is under that limit mm. which Hopefully means it can be used a little bit easier, but I haven't looked into mm. it further. Drones are crazy. Yeah, they really like, are. I it saw really a, is. I saw a video today of like a drone like filming like a volcano eruption from like straight above, and I'm like, yeah. that is so cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I'm going to Hawaii in May um, as part of a Gabby graduating from school plus both of our birthdays and kind of the honeymoon that we wanted to do but couldn't do because of COVID mm. all in one trip. And so I'm like, I should probably bring a drone with. Yeah. I feel like that if you're gonna bring it somewhere, it should be there. Yeah. There'd True. be some cool. Where are you guys going in Hawaii? Well, we're going to Maui. Okay. So I've been one time. I really enjoyed it. She's never been. Um, so I think it'll be a lot of fun to just kind of after like four years of grinding for her, getting to just kind of do nothing Relax. for. Not that we're not gonna do anything, but <laughs> like just take no. it. Take it <laughs> as slow or as fast as we want probably chill by the beach by the pool do the road to hana mm-hmm. um, have you been uh-uh never been well hey no. you've had a good week maybe it's time i know maybe it, hey. well and i just turned 21 so i'm like still tossing up the idea like i might just buy a flight to vegas this weekend and just go for the weekend i was there last <laughs> week i got it warmed up for you how was it um it was great i was there yeah. for a sports card conference oh yeah, yeah. um so i cool. i guess it's more memorabilia but primarily cards i would say um, called the Mint Collective. 
Okay. I'm doing some work for uh, some mutual friends of ours, mm-hmm. uh, Titus and Emil or Bobby. They work for Real Sports Cards. So I've uh, been doing some content, more consistent content work with them. Um, they're located in Champlain. Okay. So you're, you don't live kind of, you live in Anoka? I so. live in Big Lake, Old Rock, technically, okay. which is north of Big Lake. But okay. my office is in Blaine, and I feel like I stay at the U. I stay in Golden Valley at Connor and Grant's house. Yep. I stay at my I I kind of Mr. Just, Worldwide. Yeah, I don't really me. live anywhere, I feel like. Yeah, fair <laughs> enough, I'm just please. everywhere. But anyway, so but I was in, there with them. I I just sold a house in Champlain, so I've been there a lot lately. So Nice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, it's uh honestly if you're into the sports card scene, they're probably the honest I'm biased, but one of if not the best uh shops in the country. Wow. They really made it kind of like they they did it how it should be if you want it to be like kind of more of like a high class. Like a lot of people have described it as more of like a museum, mm. but they also have like areas where you can like sit down and chill and like watch sports games. You've got three TVs on the wall with couches, so oh, you can wow. rip packs and have a good time on wow. a Friday. Yeah, I mean that that sports cards like were super popular. Like my dad had like a bin just full of sports cards. Yeah, oh, yeah. And then I feel like they kind of dropped off, but then COVID, I feel like there was a huge like everybody was doing it. Logan yeah. Paul loved the Pokemon cards, like all yep. that. Like, oh yeah, no, it was a lot of Logan Paul plus Gary V. Yeah, kind of getting their cards out of the the attic during COVID, and just from that, I won't, I'm not gonna say that's the only reason why it popped off, but definitely some of the main influencers that that kind of contributed to the boom. Oh yeah, it's so crazy, like yeah. how s- some people have so much like draw on what's like popular and what's yeah. like gonna boom like it's For it's real. crazy yeah like they have a lot of power those guys logan gary v mr beast like <laughs> For real. they really do yeah it's cool and that combined with like everyone's having a lot of time and also just like some stimulus checks coming in that yeah year. right yeah, a lot of ex you know i mean it was obviously a tough time but like obviously having just nothing but time on people's hands and then all of a sudden just kind of getting you know, a lot of people getting that stimulus check or the multiple stimulus checks. It was yeah. like, hey, we just gotta, you know, it's just free money at that point. It was a bad time to be 17, let me <laughs> tell you. <ya. laughs> Fair. Although I'm sure your parents benefited from it. No, that – well – well, my 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 dad made too much money. Yeah. Like he didn't get any. I kind of like <laughs> that, that was a thing too. That like you know the more money you made, you didn't really get those. No, things. so he didn't really get any anything from that. Yeah. And I was like, I was seventeen, turned eighteen, like April of COVID, like right yeah. when it hit, and I never got a single stimulus check. Dang. But Dang. I went to the casino a lot, made a lot of money at the <laughs> casino that summer. So <laughs> me and my dad ended up winning enough money. We bought a pinball machine and oh. it was just like, yeah, this sweet. is sweet. Like, yeah. Pinball machines are really cool. They, just ask Brett. Oh. He's a real big pin- pinball guy. Really? Oh, yeah. I want to go to Tilt. I don't know where the, Tilt is. The bar or whatever where it's mm. just like pinball machines. Uh, I'm trying to th- – where's Tilt? It's – I want to say like south, south side of the cities. I was going to say, because there's another one called Up Down that I've been to a number of times, which like also is kind of the same way. It's just yeah. a bunch of arcade machines, a bunch of pinball machines. I bet you Tilt is probably even Tilt more is specifically pinball. So Just south of like 94 on oh. in Minneapolis. That's not too far at all. Okay. No, that's not bad at all. <laughs> yeah. Maybe we should go. Dude, <laughs> pull my arm. <laughs> 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 I'm down. I can uh, have a beer and call it a day now. Hey, yeah, like that's true. <laughs> good time to be 21 it is um did you win any money vi- in vegas um i won 200 bucks okay that's not I, bad. huge 
I've been trying to be smart with my money until, at least until I should say, <laughs> until my wife's out of school because yeah. just even though you can win money, you most can lose don't, it. <laughs> yeah, and that is just not a smart decision. So I decided to play with two hundred bucks one night of blackjack. We kind of did like a tour of the strip and went to like five or six casinos and like yeah. played a few hands of blackjack here. Went to the next one. Went to the next one and. Through that, I ended up winning 200, so came home with four. Well, so that's not bad. In an ideal situation, I probably would have went a little crazier, but yeah. I, you know, it was the right decision for the time. Yeah, where'd you guys stay? So we were at MGM Grand, which okay. is where the uh, where the conference was. Mm-hmm. So it's granted, it's a huge building. Like it was still like a 15, 20 minute walk to get to the conference center to yeah. where our, the hotels and casino were, but uh yeah so it was kind of all in one place so that way we didn't have to go too far vegas is crazy like did you guys get out to fremont street um not this time but i have been there that place Uh, is just wild no it's like (laughs) it's an insane like the one time i was there i was like how is there so many people here yeah and it's like not even part of like the main strip like it's Uh old vegas so it's like how did everybody get here yeah and it's just (laughs) like the d is one of the casinos there and like that's where like I went there last spring for a golf tournament with college, and I think I got kicked out of the D like four times in one night. Like, <laughs> I was only twenty. Oh, like, <laughs> so we'd try to sit down, or we'd like stand behind our buddies and like tap their shoulder to stay, and and they were not happy with us. They'd be like, "Where's your IDs?" And we'd just run. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. we—I mean, we had fakes at the time, but it was just like you give one of those guys a fake he's gonna throw it in your face or rip yeah, it up course, like right. yeah, take it yeah and i'm like i'm i need that when i'm back at the bars like yeah. <laughs> at the time but i w- never drank until monday so now it's the a different real story. id is all you need yeah no i don't even i didn't even get like the real id like no, it's a pain know. to get yeah, the, every time i mean it's been a thing that they've said you've needed for like four years now and it keeps <laughs> They, they just moved it to like, it and they just push it back again. Yeah, yeah. The next next year or two years. From I now. think it's twenty twenty five. Like. <laughs> yeah, it's just. I mean, eventually they're just gonna have to, like, I mean, if they really want to force people to get it, they're just gonna have to be like, this is the date, and this start is, enforcing it. Yeah. Well, and it's like, I could get a passport way easier than the real ID. So that's what I did. Like, I went to get my license renewed last Friday. I brought my birth certificate, social security card bank statement tax return and my passport and i still couldn't get it i didn't have enough documents and i'm like i don't like i don't know what else to do like they tell you what you were missing they're like you need like another form stating like your address or something like a bill of some sort yeah like a utility bill they're like or like a hunting license or a fishing license my fishing license was expired because they Mm. expire in february and, like, my old license had my old address before we moved. So, like, my fishing license has my old address even. So I was just screwed. Like, I was like, this is so dumb. Like, Jeez. But, hey, I got a passport, so I can go anywhere in the world. So it's yeah, fine. There you go. <laughs> I actually have to renew mine now um, this May, which I got to figure that out because I'm going to be in Hawaii for my birthday. And mm. I don't want to – I mean, not that I wouldn't mind getting stuck in Hawaii. But, but. <laughs> being able to come home – and not, you know, have to continue to buy hotel rooms would be nice. I think you can get it, like, three weeks prior to okay. your birthday or something. Because I just got an email, like, a month ago saying, like, get in b- three weeks before your birthday so you can have your papers for your birthday and stuff. 
Because I just didn't do that. Yeah, I didn't want to like go to the bar and be like, "Hey, here's my expired license. I'm 21." (laughs) Right. I just didn't want to have like a. Well, I'm not gonna let you have a drink, and I'm like, it's my 21st. Come on. Yeah. (laughs) No, I remember that happening to a couple people when I went, and they're like, "Oh, this is my papers. I'm 21," and they're like, "We can't verify this." And I'm like, "What's the point? Like, you can't get a physical ID on your 21st birthday." No, they don't. They don't mail it until your 21st birthday, even. Like, I got it last Friday, and she's like, "Yeah, they won't mail you anything." They won't send it to the mail until your 21st. Haters. I didn't know that. And I was like, okay. like Hmm. She gave me my expired one with the holes in it, and she's like, give this and the papers to the bartender, and you'll be fine. Mm. Which I think is – it does work. I just – I feel like you catch someone on a bad night, and they're not going to – Is it – what's a cop going to do? Like, look me – I'm 21. Yeah. Yeah. All they have to do is look at the – date of birth and yeah like that should be enough to say like <laughs> yeah i guess technically you're, you're 21. 21 yeah that's all that really oh. should matter i really want to hear this time next week that you successfully made it to vegas and you took home you played <laughs> wheel of fortune and you took home like a forty thousand dollar jackpot wouldn't that be awesome win a trip out to like switzerland or something like oh my, <laughs> my parents cool. my parents were just on the prices right really like what? they have a traveling prices right that goes around to like cities and cities, and they were just at Mystic Lake. No really? way. Yeah, and my parents went there, and they they didn't get called up, but they said <sighs> it was pretty cool. And they're like, the prizes were like pretty similar. Like it was a lot of like trips to different states or different yeah. countries. Sure. One guy won a car, like sweet, like a Kia Soul or something, which is like Ooh, cars I mean, a car. A car, like, yeah. <laughs> a car's a car. You just sell that thing. Probably. Yeah. But. Do those uh, – who hosts that? Is it just a um, guy or is it uh, – God, what – Drew Carey, is it? No, it's not. It's Bob Barker. <laughs> <laughs> it was uh, – it's some guy that used to do uh, – Press Your Luck. Have you guys ever seen that game oh, show? Oh, yeah. Like, whammy, no whammy, no whammy. Yeah, that, right. that guy, he's the one that did it. Oh, really? So it's, like, pretty, like, famous – guys that do it. there was another guy that does it but i totally forgot if i'm being yeah. honest either way it's not just like some random guy they find at mystic lake just like, <laughs> no do it. like oh he's uh, one of the dealers that just was gonna do this today uh, uh, so did you did you guys go both go to college i know brett did mm-hmm. yeah they did yeah i went to st thomas in mm. st paul um and i like i said earlier i went i started out pre-med mm-hmm. and then after a year was like the idea of being a doctor sounds a lot cooler than like being I really don't doctor. care about the finer points of chemistry like I thought I did. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I'm not gonna stick with this because after your first year, if you stick with it, that's when you're losing time. The first year is pretty much all prereqs that could be applied to most degrees. So yeah. like I maybe took like one extra course that I didn't need for my degree, but it is what it is. So after that, I moved over to business economics mm. and did that, and I actually loved that. Um, but then when I graduated, I did not go into a business economics room. No. I took a creative unpaid internship. And here we are. So it all worked <laughs> out. Yeah. I'm actually glad I got that because I feel like with marketing, no offense to anybody listening with a marketing degree, but I feel like marketing, it's mostly human psychology and then individual tasks and like principles and like learning how to do things. It's just evolving every year. Like yeah. things change from year to year. So it's like, I feel like I'm glad with, with econ, it kind of teaches you kind of how business works, mm-hmm. like through, you know, the social sciences and like, I don't know what the word is, but um, I enjoyed that because I feel like it taught more of a mindset than yeah. it taught like hard skills and then hard skills can be learned. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, like I was going for marketing at Winona and I was like, 
my professor was like 70. Yeah. And I'm like, no offense to this guy. Yeah. But like, when you first like started teaching 50 years ago, probably like you marketing's way different. Like, (laughs) it's, I feel like there's a lot of degrees out there that is like way more like experience over degrees. Yeah. Like a marketing, if you've been in marketing for probably five years, four years now, somewhere in there. Um, 2016 is when I graduated. So I think almost, I mean, like if you count like my current stint of like what I've been doing myself the past almost two years, uh, almost seven. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I guess that's a lot, but like someone that goes out of college and just goes into marketing, get some kind of internship doing videos or whatever, like they're going to get hired by someone probably more than someone that's got a degree in marketing, which is crazy. Mm Mm-hmm. And I, I've talked about, like, college a lot on my podcast, actually, just because, like, I dropped out, and that's my opinion. Like, I just don't think I need college in my life to be a successful person. I don't think a lot of people do. I would agree with that. Mm-hmm. But and if we don't want to turn this into a full hour of t- talking about this, I'll keep it short. But, like, yeah. I completely agree with you. And I think it's just because it's been the social standard for so long. Forever. And it used to, used to be what you needed to get ahead, mm-hmm. at least in mm-hmm. most cases. But now, especially with YouTube, like – now I don't know if you know like Hank Green and yeah. Um, yeah. like they're they've established through their learning modules on YouTube, if you do all of them and like complete some of the coursework or whatever, you can actually get accredited at I think it's through Arizona State University, but you can pay at the end of it you pay a couple hundred bucks and per credit or per for credit or whatever it is, wow. you can actually get college credit through a YouTube course, which is like Jeez. that's. I think that's more of the future. Mm-hmm. Obviously, if you want to be a veterinarian, if you want to I be was a just doctor, say. if you want to be an engineer or certain things, there's probably certain programs that are better for you yeah. to go through an accredited university and make sure you know those things. But otherwise, so much, as long as you have kind of that go-getter yep. attitude, you don't. I don't think college is necessary for Mm-mm. probably at least 75% of people. I, right. I agree. But doctors... Those, it's a little different. Like, I'm going to want, like, yeah. someone that's doing surgery on me to have some kind of degree. I just watched a YouTube video on this this morning. Trust me, we're good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm going to replace your ACL. It's no big deal. Like, <laughs> Right. But uh, I agree. I mean, I think the biggest thing I got out of college is just, like, my network, essentially. And I think, you know, friends, just the people you know and, like, just the connections that you have and they have, essentially. Like, that's the biggest thing of, like, four years of just getting to know people. And I think I was talking to someone else recently of, like, to a certain extent, like, learning life and social skills to a certain extent to even, like, a point of, like, you're no longer, for most people, at home anymore. And yeah. so you're, like, you gotta, you're, like, to really living on your own for the first time for a lot of people. And so I think, like, those things. But then, you're, you know, you're just talking about, like, basically moving out of your house and, like, yeah. doing whatever and, like, meeting people. Like, yeah. I mean someone could pay me $500 and I could get a group of people and we could meet people. Yeah. Like, right. Like, you know, move <laughs> Be out. an I group or something. Right. Like. Exactly. For, for real. And so, uh, I think, yeah, realistically, I mean, we get networked in together at top golf from just right. like our company, like our bosses knowing oh, each other and for real. Yeah. I'm sitting here doing a podcast with your brother. Like. <laughs> right. For sure. But yeah, no, I, uh, college is, I see some of my friends that are like going for like business or like sales and I'm like, you're wasting a lot of money, I feel like. And yeah. a lot of them are like, well, I don't want to miss out on the college experience. And it's like, I get that. Mm-hmm. 
do that on the weekends. Go yeah. get a job during the week. Like, <laughs> no, I, I would agree with that. I'm thankful for my college experience. Met a lot of good people. Yeah. That also led to business opportunities. So there, mm-hmm. there is that. But I don't think you have to be paying a full time undergrad <laughs> degree to get those same things as long as you're intentional about doing it on your own time. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. it's like if you think about how much college costs, and if you are paying, like. Whether you have the, the, the money up front or if you take out loans or whatever, if that you were to take that money and buy it, put it towards a down payment or yeah. on a house or start a business or whatever, I mean, yeah. like, you're going to learn at least as much as a degree if you were to put that towards a business and trying to figure it out than if you were to put it towards a degree where you're just in, you're learning theory of yeah. business versus application. Yeah. Well, and another thing is like, when my parents were going to college, like it made more sense. You mm-hmm. couldn't just go Google anything and figure anything out. Yeah. Like, <laughs> right. there's really not a th- single thing that like we can't go figure out online. Yeah, I hope the this doctor keeps going. stuff like yeah. it's a little different, yeah, yeah. but right. Let's keep make, let's make sure that YouTube University keeps happening, and then we can start our own like March Madness League of like <laughs> just different YouTube pods that yeah. form teams and have our own because that's then you lose out on athletics, but like. We'll just form our own league. Yeah, that would be sweet. <laughs> that would be interesting. Yeah. There's a brilliant idea that just started on this podcast. Yeah, Stay there's tuned. a couple. Like, yeah, I agree. <laughs> we got the, the closing video and uh, yep. a new NCAA YouTube. <laughs> yep. True. I, I like love it. that. More business ideas. So Mr. Beast, do Mr. you know Beast. him personally? I do not know him personally, but he does follow me on Twitter. That's huge. He's never acknowledged me on Twitter, <laughs> other than the follow. But it's one of my bigger my bigger flexes, I guess. Yeah, mm. I think one of the biggest flexes is him shouting you out on his YouTube channel. That did happen, 2020. Or I guess it was technically 2021. It was first. January 1st, 2021, mm-hmm. and his YouTube Rewind 2020 video was randomly selected as a small YouTube channel shout out. Which I don't, I, I don't, I did not apply for it. That's one thing that a lot of people have like asked me is like, yeah. I did not know it was coming. I did not apply for it. I don't, I don't even think I was subscribed to him at the time. Wow. Um, so when that <laughs> happened, crazy. I got a, a call from my niece, um, or a text from my niece that was all caps, like Mr. Beast just shouted you out. And it was within like 10 minutes of this video going live. And I was like, what? what and mean? like this channel had like, uh, 1400 subscribers to start. And by the time I checked my phone, I had 16,000 subscribers eight minutes after the video went live. And then oh every time I'd refresh the page or my app or whatever, I would gain 500, 600, 1,000, 2,000, 4,000. Wow. And then it just kept going to the point where within 24 hours, it hit 100,000 subscribers. And then within seven days, it kind of fizzled out at around 140,000. Wow. So... Yeah, it's uh, it's that that was honestly the kind of the kick in the pants to get going on the content because yeah. I don't th- I think I needed something that crazy to kind of get me out of the the comfortableness of my job before because mm-hmm. I I did like I was doing pretty well like the people I genuinely did like the work that I was doing it just wasn't like probably my first choice of like what I would have been doing if I had any choice in the world so I was like you know. I, a lot of people ask, like, what came from that? Like, oh, did you have it made? Like, now you've got all these subscribers and you got yeah. all these views. And it's like, subscribers don't translate to to views. Yeah. They did initially, 
but everybody just subscribed as part of this like you know mr beast like event and they're like oh my gosh I, i'm part of the people that subscribe that's so cool but at the time i didn't have a content plan i wasn't posting consistently and even if i was the odds that his audience are also my audience of like what i want to be putting out is pretty slim and so what ends up happening is that a lot of those subscribers never ended up watching any more of my videos which at the time I was pretty bummed about. So I, you know, I'd try and do content that was more in line with what his videos were about. Yeah. Or not that I could match it because I don't have a hundred million, you know, $100 million dollar budget, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but like at least try and like capture that same vein. But oh, it, it's been a lot of like learning about what I actually want to do and caring about the last two years. Cause I was like, realistically, I'm not in the same part of life as they are. Like I'm married, I've got two dogs, like my friends are getting married, starting to have kids. And not that that's like the main reason, but like if I were still living with all my roommates, five guys living in a house that all like the same thing, like had like readily available content where I could pull them and like we could do stuff like they do. Team 10 house. Like. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it'd be a lot cooler or it'd be a lot easier, I should say, to do some, some of that style of content. But after trying to do some of those things, I'm like, I don't even want, like that's not where I'm at. Yeah. And so I've realized that there's other types of content I care about more that that the Mr. Beast audience is probably in if we're if we're generalizing here is is probably more young mm -hmm. than the kinds of content that I'd be wanting to put out that it's, it's not like mature in like a weird way but just like more like you know storytelling and like more kind of documenting my life and things like that and just like kind of I don't, I don't know I'm still in the midst of it so I don't I can't really fully put that in a box but that was kind of a what everybody thought the shout out was going to do it it was more of a flash in the pan and that led to a bunch of life lessons and allowed me to quit my job to pursue doing my trading card stuff because that was like the spark needed to do that yeah but that was also never in my in my head was never going to be my long-term plan it was just kind of my way of getting out of the rat race if you yeah. will yeah yeah, how many YouTube channels do you have now? Um, technically, so I've got Nalter Deeds. That's my main channel, the the, the large channel. Nalter Cards, which is where I've spent most of my time over the last year and a half, where I mostly live stream selling packs of cards, and then I open the cards or packs on stream and then send you the cards after. Not my concept, but I liked doing it and did that for about a year and a half and did pretty well. And now I'm like, you know, I'm kind of burnt out from that. And uh, the interest in that hobby has kind of waned as as COVID has kind of not dwindled, but has like it's just been a longer period of time since that happened. And I think people are moving on to other things yeah. as well as economy stuff and all that. So, you know, I think it was kind of my time of like getting out of getting out of the rat race, but then also, all right, time to move on, which is now why I'm doing more content for myself and for other people that are not card related. Yeah. Um, and then. It's not technically just my channel, but um, I started a project last year with actually the father-in-law of a friend of mine Okay. Um, called Fun Across America, which is his, was his idea, his dream. He's been in the kind of the entertainment industry of like family entertainment. Um, he used to own Big Thrill Factory in Minnetonka and oh, Oakdale. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then before that, he owned Spooky World, which was like a Halloween theme park that was only around for the month of October. Um, that wasn't his full-time job. He also had a full-time job on top of that, but he's always just loved this industry and he had sold his places and he wanted to maintain his kind of place in the industry without having to own his own place. Cause there's a lot of stuff that 
that goes into that. Yeah. Um, and so he's like, I would love to do a kind of a diners, drive-ins and dives type show where it's highlighting, you know, amusement parks, go-kart tracks. Um, I mean, we've been so many different, uh, like strange places. One of the places that we went, um, an ep- episode uploaded, I think two weeks ago was this place called spin. Um, we went to the one in Chicago, but I think there's eight in the U S and it's a ping pong bar. So it's oh. kind of like, have you been to punch bowl social? I haven't. I've okay. only been 21 for like four days. Fair <laughs> enough. They, they serve food there. They've got bowling and they got, so it's kind of like that, but specifically for ping pong, like it was wow. super cool vibes. So like mm. we started doing that last May, um, and episodes started getting uploaded later that summer, early fall. And now we've put one out every other week, um, on YouTube, uh, from then until now and so we wow. and we have enough stuff already filmed to go until july but i think we'll probably start filming again pretty pretty soon here i bet that was like a lot of fun though like you got to see some pretty cool things and go to some pretty cool places i bet like. yeah we went to i mean obviously minneapolis we did a bunch of stuff here um, went to chicago twice because part of what we did in chicago was actually highlight a place called scene 75 which is you know I, i'd put it in the same realm as uh i mean it's I don't know. I don't, I don't want to say Dave and Buster's because it's so much more than mm. that. I mean, they've got like batting cages and go-karts and whatever, but like they've got arcade machines and mini pots and like all this stuff in one, one place. It's massive. Yeah. So we went before it opened and like while they were still building it. And then we went back a few months later after it had opened to kind of tell the story of before and after, in addition to going to a bunch of other places. And then we went to Florida. Um, obviously it's the amusement park, yeah. uh, capital of the world. So, cool. um, it's been really fun. Honestly, like we're, it's, it, it's not huge by any means yet, but it's been a lot of fun and it's been a lot of really good practice for me of being like on camera and learning how to interview people. And, um, so even if it never blows up, obviously I hope it does. Um, it's still, it's still had a really net positive return, both in terms of just doing fun things and growing in different skills. Wow. So, and we also think, you know, we've been talking with a couple of different TV production companies to potentially pitch it to them. Um, and at some point maybe have it go that way. So if that, if that's the case, it's totally possible. They buy the concept and then I get paid out to never be on the show again. And then Ryan Seacrest (laughs) comes in, but if that's what happens, honestly, I'm totally fine with that too. Right. That's really cool. That'd be cool if you're on TV though. You're just still the guy, like I'm just chilling. Yeah. yeah, it would also be cool to say you were replaced by Ryan Seacrest. That's what yeah. I'm saying. I can't lose. I'm in a great position. <laughs> it's a win-win. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, thinking, I mean, I, I've watched every episode. Obviously, you know, big Thank supporter you much, here. Thank you very yeah, much. of course. You know, <laughs> commenting, always, you know, always supporting, and yep. so. Um, but no, I I feel like just like watching the show, like it, it gives me like you know man versus food vibes. You know, yeah. or, you know, we're like you know people. He goes around and like just different areas eats at different restaurants and then takes on like a food challenge essentially like yeah it's not necessarily like you know you don't have like a challenge necessarily but just to go around and it's like a, i mean if it's a 30 minute show and you have three different places you go to in a given city or a given area in a state and like just go and see those things like i can see that on tv all day like those oh, yeah. kind of shows like that's some daytime tv right there and you know you get just season after season of that because like how many different places are going to be like wanting you to come on there and be like, yeah. Hey, you want you? Cause I used to watch those shows and be like, wow, if I ever go to this city, city like, I, I need to go eat this food because he's saying it looks it, like it's delicious and it looks so good. Yeah. Yep. And so like if I'm ever in wherever and 
Like, I want to go to that ping pong place. It's super like, cool, like, real. Like, it's like a block off the river in downtown Chicago wow. in the oh, basement cool. of a skyscraper. Wow. Like, oh, cool. Like, and it's the coolest part about it is they have former professional ping pong players and like Olympians and world champions on staff. It's like, it's oh, kind wow. of like a bar mixed with a uh, country club, but wow. for ping pong. Oh. And so, like, I part of the video, spoiler alert, I get to play against, like, a former world champion or U.S. champion or whatever. Yeah. And, and, you, and I, you win. What? Did you win? I couldn't even return his serve. <laughs> that was the whole point of the video was, like, he's that good. I, wow. couldn't, I could barely get my paddle on his on the ball. on his serve. Wow. Oh, gosh. So imagine. it was super fun. To I mean, it was humbling. Yeah. So And then we also – we got to watch two of them actually play against each other, mm. which was super cool. Yeah. Um, because that was actually competitive. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's unreal. That's really cool, actually. Yeah. Have you guys ever been to uh, Whirly Ball? I have been to Whirly Ball. A few. Yeah. That was actually one of the places that we filmed uh, at. We have not um, – We that episode has not come out yet, oh, but spoiler. we did film at it. Spoiler. <laughs> you know, I think I got an invite at one point, uh, and I've never actually gone to Whirly Ball. I think the last time I was invited to Whirly Ball was – our future now current brother-in-law's bachelor party mm-hmm. and i was working for i will say an automotive company at the time that would not allow me to have the day off and so <laughs> not allow you to have fun yes <laughs> i had no fun which is why we were only there for 11 months but like i said we won't name them no won't name drop them here no. but uh but i will say i have never had the chance to go it, it looks wow. like a great time yeah, we were just really we just went like a week ago. Our team did, and it was the first time I ever went. And I was like, "This is sweet!" Like, did you go to the Maple Grove one? Yeah. There's one other one that's right behind the Mall of America. Yeah. And it's like a standalone building that they built specifically for it. So. And I heard that one's like a lot. Nicer. It's a lot bigger, a yeah. lot nicer, because the other one is just a re like revitalized movie theater, yeah. which is still fun. Don't get oh, me really? wrong. But yeah. Yeah. Cool. And I heard the other one, like, they have bowling. They have a, a bunch of other things mm-hmm. at the yeah. one in Bloomington. Compared to the Maple Grove one, you got you got darts, billiards, and whirly ball, and that's yeah. it. Which is, like, still okay. great. Like, yeah. Yeah. No, they've got laser tag, too, which I will say, I had not played laser tag since probably, like, I don't know, middle school at the wow. latest. Yeah. And then now, since I've started this venture, I have played more. Granted, I don't know <laughs> about playing – I think one one of the places I actually got to play, the others are just like me walking through the laser tag arena. Yeah, I was gonna say like, how do you film that? Like, it's got to be kind of hard. I think one of the places we went, I got I got to play against their staff. Mm. Um, so it it was actually really fun. Yeah, but it's like laser tag running around, like I'm, laser tag sweet. It is, <laughs> it's, yeah. it's so cool. I'm just waiting for them Great to get time. the Fortnite licensure like you can't tell me that wouldn't go crazy oh for like birthday parties if you there was a Fortnite laser tag arena oh that would be sweet now you're thinking would you like hop out of a bus like i mean (laughs) space right sure yeah why not look at that we're just coming up with brilliant ideas that's that's all that's all we do all day long just like that one time we came in here had no idea we wanted a youtube ad and just made a banger of a commercial absolute (laughs) banger got to get the right people in the right room and right have some freedom to think and good <laughs> things true. happen that's that's the studio though like every time i've been here it's been a great time um, yeah so this has been i mean kind of my it didn't start as a business venture but it's more so like i needed to get out of my house in my basement because i was by yeah. myself for an entire year mm-hmm. so the space that we're in right now 
started because I wanted a place to go work around, be around other people, have sunlight. Yeah. And luckily in this space, we've got a ton of sunlight, beautiful oh. view of downtown. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And we've got four or five guys kind of sharing this as an office. And then have the other side where we filmed that that ad where it's more of like a true studio. Yeah. Of recording audio, video, podcasts and stuff. It's in here today because the equipment was in here. But yeah. Otherwise we would have been over there. Yeah, your partner Ben, right? Yep. He's he's kind of the other main guy on in the yeah, studio. Yeah, he's he's the guy that's here most of the time with me. Yeah. Like we've got a couple people that are paying full time rate, and another guy that's going to be coming in soon that actually runs a clothing line. That's super cool. Old coworker oh, of mine. That's sweet. Um, but yeah, he's him and I are here pretty much every day. Yeah, hmm. yeah. He seems I I follow him on Instagram since I was here, and some of that content he puts out is just hilarious. He's like. a degenerate. <laughs> and it's hilarious. And it's so funny because like historically I've had a very G rated PG rated personal brand. <laughs> and so the contrast between the two of us, I'm like, I don't know if we could ever do content together. <laughs> <laughs> like I could come on yours, but I don't know if you could come on mine. So uh, that's funny. no, but I, I love work. I mean, it's, it's just fun to be around other people that are as, into this uh space like the content world and space and like you know he's doing his thing like he's got a whole team of people that are like working with him on editing and outreach and so i've picked up a lot of things from him like i think the number one thing that he's good at like he's good at making content but the process behind how he does what he does you could sell that to businesses for thousands of dollars yeah so Hmm. that's that's a if anybody's looking for a process yeah um reach out reach out but otherwise yeah anyway that turned into a ben ad you're welcome ben yeah yesterday was invoicing day i might go revise that (laughs) Um, but yeah so i mean this this has been a great space and just bringing people in because i feel like a lot of people it's you can record at home and you can record in your car and whatever but like sometimes if you have a dedicated space for like you don't have to worry about who's around and like you can kind of change what the background looks like and you have all the equipment in one place so I think after even after this, Brett's gonna stick around for a little bit. We're gonna go record some yeah. some content and chop Absolutely. it up for social. So yeah, no, I, your videos are, are stellar. Like, yeah, well, I'm 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 just a face, you know. <laughs> I kept I you know when we first started, you know, I first switched over to Fairway, you know, I we had been talking about doing videos for a while because he had been putting out content for himself, and I'm like, I love this, I love what you're doing. Obviously, I'm not gonna be talking about pokemon cards but i will talk about mortgages yeah uh, which truthfully i would love to talk about pokemon cards. yeah I it's a little it, more it just like, wouldn't have gotten me anywhere you know <laughs> yeah for what here's I how many pokemon towards. cards you'd have to sell to afford this mortgage yeah, yeah hey, per- you know you could do that <laughs> too but uh no obviously i was like i like the structure of it i like how it looks i just want to like talk about what i want to talk about and i'm like i feel like there's endless ideas you could talk about with mortgages and yeah you know i think the biggest thing that he was doing too was like he was keeping his videos short and I'm like, I want to make sure that like videos are quick, like some that people actually watch. Cause I yeah. think that's so much of social media now. It's like, you know, pe- people who, you know, if you're watching, if you have people watching the whole video, usually they just do better, is, yeah. I mean, which I yeah. think is still true. Yo, a hundred percent. And so especially just, in the real estate industry, there's a lot of right. people that make videos and they're like two minutes long. And it's like, yeah, just monotone. Like, you know, we've seen a thousand new properties come this last week and it's like cool like yeah, right right <laughs> yeah no it's about keeping it interesting and the way that i've always put it to brett and to anybody else i've like worked with is like especially if you're in a relationship-based industry you can't have 
300 coffee meetings this week. Like maybe you could because you grind like crazy. Yeah. I've seen it. But <laughs> but you'd probably get tired after a few months of oh, doing yeah. that. 300 is crazy. And it's just a way of staying in front of people because, I mean, very similar to like why, I mean, not to like tie this to my own experience, but like with like the shout out, it's like people heard my name once, but then they didn't come back. Yeah. But if, if mm-hmm. you can post consistently and build the relationship that way in addition to taking people out to lunch and in addition to going to coffee and doing top golf and going on open houses going to look at houses anything like right it's like people every person that sees that is more or less like a warm lead coming in of like oh i already know that i love brady because i've seen his face 25 times in Mm -hmm. the past like two months so that's kind of where like the the strategy of what i'm doing and like why i think that more people should be doing this is like one, you guys, as much as you can do like your own content, you're also it's it's a tool to help you with your business. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's not that you're trying to make content to make money off of content necessarily. Like if it evolves into that, like so Sweet. be it. Yeah. But it's way more important to like for you guys to do what you're specialized in mm-hmm. and make sure that you're consistent with content, which if you can manage both, then awesome. But if you're not, it's like you know, I'm trying to kind of put together something where people can come and have everything off their plate. All they have to do is be the one that records it, whether it's like in the studio or on their phone. Yeah. Um, and then you don't have to worry about anything else. Yeah. And if, if you can do that, like you're going to get way more output because I do it with my own content. I wish I had someone that was like, hey, Nate, you got to record five things today. Yeah. Shoot. Yeah, you're right. I do need to do that. Yeah. So the accountability piece of it is, is I think, something that everybody can could use some of including myself so trying to do more of that recently yeah content's crazy i mean i started this podcast and in my head was just so i could take little clips and post on social media and do different things but i'm like if this ever got to be something like bigger like sweet yeah like (laughs) just like you said being top of mind is so huge i mean that's kind of like the the Chris Lindahl effect in some way, right? You know, yep. you see all the billboards and you're like, oh, yeah, that guy's in real estate. Yeah. But mm. he's just on a build a billboard while I'm on your phone talking about whatever I'm talking about, whether it's me at a wild game drinking a beer while Blake's doing the Monday market update. Like, <laughs> True. it's just for sure being like a normal person and showing people like, hey, I'm not a robot. Like, yeah, right. talk to me about real estate because I want to help you because that's my dream is to just put people in houses they love. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. that's why I got into the industry. Like, let me show you that. Let me help you. Grant, for instance, like, he came to me, one of my best friends, um, and he's like, hey, I want to try to get into, like, a multifamily house. Like, start making some passive income. I'm like, let's do it. Like, let's start talking about here's a roadmap. Let's follow it. Mm-hmm. Yep. And let's let's reach your goals. Like, that's what I want people to see why I do this, I guess. So, sure. and the content is just, like, just do it because it's another thing I like to do is like making the content is fun. Like doing the podcast is a blast Mm -hmm. doing my Monday market updates, sliding between Tyler Miller's legs. Like it's just dumb (laughs) stuff like that. Like it's, it's fun. It makes me laugh and people laugh about it. And I get so many people to like, I'll be walking max, um, new real estate agent on our team joined last week. Uh, he sat down and with Tyler got on the phone with him and it's like, yeah, I've been following Brady for like six months now. And I'm like, never didn't even know the guy until like two weeks ago and now he's on my team he picked me as his sponsor so like there's rev share there that i get and passive income that i've started to create cool. just because i've been posting on social media and the people like it and they yeah. want to join and 
be successful with me. Like one of the greatest stories I have is selling four houses in 10 days at the age of 20. Boom. That's no one's really doing that. Right. Yeah, that's <laughs> like a hook for a TikTok. Here's yeah. how I did it. Yeah. Boom. Piece of content. Yep. And the agent attraction, there's got to be people. I know there's people out there that are struggling in the business right now, for sure. whether it's the mortgage side or the real estate side. Mm-hmm. People, if you're not putting in work right now, like you're, you're feeling it. Yeah. Oh yeah. And like, there's, I know that the market's been up and down recently. Oh. Like it, was, it hasn't been what it was like two years ago or a year ago, whatever. But it's like, even if you're like, you'd, you'd have to do it all yourself, but like making content is free. It, you're, oh. you're expending your time to, to put out content. And we've never lived in an era of the world where it was so easy to get organic reach mm-hmm. versus like having to do paid advertising. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like, if if you're not where you want to be and you're not doing content, it's like you got to start there. Oh yeah. Like and there's no excuse because it's like you literally if you own an iPhone, you have everything you need. Yep. True. Even like for people in real estate, just pick up the phone. Yeah. Right. I know people right now that have complained to me like I have no money, like I don't know what to do, and I'm like, well, how many calls did you make today? Pick up the phone and made, start <laughs> dialing. I made one call. I'm like. Why are you bitching to me right now? Go go call people, yeah, anybody. Right. For real. Like you'll find a deal. Yeah. You call if I bet if you call a thousand people right now, like one of those people are gonna be a hot lead and might turn into a sale. Yeah, true. So like, I get that you don't have money, like, but you have an iPhone. Go make a call. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and I think it's tough because it's like, you know, there's so many people out there who are struggling just in a tough you know, in a, you know, a tougher market than it has been in the last two years where, like, everything kind of came easy to mm-hmm. everyone because rates were so low. So it was, like, refinances and, like, all the, you know, for, you know, I mean, it was so easy to find people to buy because literally anyone could afford something of yeah. some sort. Um, and so I think now it's, like, people are, like, you know, with that recency bias, it's, like, a lot of people have been doing it for a long time. Even, like, the people who started in 2020, 2021, like, when things were good and it was, like, you post on Facebook, hey, I'm a realtor, and three people reach out and think, I want to buy a house. You know? Yeah. It's just, it's not that way anymore because affordability is down, and just, obviously, we're, the inventory is still low, so, but there are still so many people that are looking to buy out there. Uh, it's yeah. just, like, who are they going to work with? It, you know, if, if you're not going to, you know, if they're not just going to come find you. Like, if you're not going to go find them, then yeah. they're going to go work with somebody else. And so, um, I think now is as good of a time as ever. You know, it has been the last six months. Just yeah. put your head down and grind out whether you know make those calls or uh you know do the flyer the do open houses or yep. you know it's just if you're just not putting in the effort and you're like well you know we're just gonna get through this and it's like well are you gonna get you know yeah how long are you just gonna get through it you know this i think the snow melts and the market's gonna pick up yep. but like i think uh a lot of like you know the people who have been putting their nose down and just grinding it out for the last six months are gonna be the people who are like seeing the success yeah you know really having those like a good year and still a tough market yeah so it's it's something tyler's told me from the first day i ever joined real estate was be the obvious choice and that's what you need to be right now Mm -hmm. you got to be the obvious choice for people that are looking to buy a house or sell Mm -hmm. and if you are that like there's they're gonna choose you like just be the guy yeah for real so that's something that i've really tried to like show people that like hey i'm the obvious choice like when I first started, it's I'd have people ask me like, "How many houses did you sell?" And I'm like, 
one like and now now i can actually start saying like hey i've sold seven houses like i yeah. i know the processes i know what i'm doing like i know how to do this i know how to get you a deal i know how to win in multiples i just won last i got an offer accepted accepted on sunday i want to say in multiples let's go and it's like and how old are you 21 now yeah, yeah. exactly yeah so it's like most people wouldn't be done with college yet so Exactly. You, you didn't have your best year your first year, but like most people don't. No. But now you're at where you're at because you made the decision back then. Yeah. Yeah. Which is still crazy. If you would ask me even 12 months ago, like you're going to be sitting in a studio in Minneapolis with two people you don't even know yet. Yeah. Filming a podcast talking about real estate. Yeah. I'd be like, fuck you. Like <laughs> you're full right. of shit, right? Like, yeah, no, right. I'm probably going to be playing golf right now. Like in Missouri at our conference tournaments coming up for winona like that's yeah. where i would have been but shit changes like yeah. it just it just it kind of fell into my hands and i'm like god i might as well try it what's yeah. the worst that's gonna happen i go back to school in a year like yeah right and now that there's no looking back like i'm yeah. never like Definitely not. i'm not gonna go back to school i don't think i could either that's the other thing yeah like i don't think i could actually go to school because i'm just like you said like i can just go learn things i want on youtube or on google and yeah do that unless you decide all of a sudden you want to be a veterinarian maybe. <laughs> yeah. i just i don't know i don't some i'm yeah. talking to this one girl that's from she goes to ohio state and she's going to be like a neurosurgeon oh, and like i'm like Mm-mm, can never the amount of time she spends studying and like doing homework i'm like i could never do that no. yeah. but the i could do spend that time like making content and doing realist every single day like yeah. and truthfully you can make as much if not more money than her as a neurosurgeon for going to, like, how many years of school did you actually make it through? Just one. Yeah, yeah. to go into one year of, of college. Yeah. Uh, like, you could make twice as much money and have, I mean, way, way less student loan debt yeah. uh, oh. than any doctor out there, essentially, just because, like, you know, you decided you were going to be an entrepreneur, if you will, and it's just get into the real estate world. Yeah. Well, and I, this week, I will make more money than I made, like, the last probably two years combined. And I'm, awesome. it's just crazy to me. Like, this week I could pay for my schooling twice. Wow. Like, That's awesome. I, I had a lot of scholarships and stuff from golf, but still, it's just like, wow, I didn't have to spend $1,000 for my license and some stuff like that. But other than that, like, just putting in work and being an entrepreneur, like, yeah. it's paying off right now for me. And it's it's so nice to see, and it's like, feels good. Like, yeah, absolutely. It's just the beginning. I mean, you've been yeah. doing this for not even six months. Not yet. even six months. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and so, like, obviously, it's just seeing the success, and I know, obviously, like, just knowing you, it's like it's just gonna make you work harder. And yeah. like, like, like for me, even seeing like you see a little bit of success all of a sudden, like just being in the business, you're like, all right, like, how do I turn this one month into every month, and then how do you turn those months into more? You know. Yeah. And, and like just continuing to grow your business, it's like you know you. S- I think like sometimes it's easy to see success and be like, all right, well I made it, you know, yeah. I'm chilling now. Like, and then all of a sudden that's when you kind of go up and down. It's like you have the five closed deals and then the next couple months, yeah. it's like, oh man, I you know, have one or two deals and then it's like, oh, five again. Yep. It's like, how do you have five every month, you know, and, and 10 every month or whatever yeah. it is. Like I, I had three this week and I have three planned for the first week of May right now. So I'm like, okay, there's two months in a row. Now, how do I do that in June and July and August and September? For like, real. keep it going for a while. I mean, yeah. three a month is solid. Like, yeah. if I can do that for a year. Like, yeah, 100%. 
I'm not going to be upset by any man. I mean, that's what, 36? Like, mm-hmm, 36 yeah. deals is... Think about how much you could gamble in Vegas. Just, I could... <laughs> so much. <laughs> Too much. You go to Vegas right now, you take your whole paycheck, <laughs> and you put it on black. That's how you, you double your salary. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. You just It's an yeah. instant win. God. 50-50 shot, you made twice as much money. <laughs> I should just do it. I could play golf down there. Like, it's a win-win, really. Oh. I've never played Vegas golf, but I I've heard nothing but like fantastic things about Vegas golf. Really, really? No, you're implying, <laughs> you're implying that there's not good things about oh Vegas golf. Oh my gosh, my it could have been the courses we were playing down in Vegas, and it was during spring break. But these two courses were just awful. We played really just horrible. Were they tied to a hotel or were they? No, they weren't. They were just like a course, like Muni's yeah. and stuff, and it was. So cold, so windy. Yeah, it oh, was really? just a very bad experience. Yeah, the course. I'm sure the it greens. depends on what time of year you. Because when I was just in Vegas, it was so windy, and like oh. it wasn't like that warm either. Like yeah, most of the last two days were decent, like maybe high of 70, but otherwise it was like 40s, 50s. Like that's cold. Of, like, yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah cold. in the desert, like at yeah. night, that is even really cold. Like there's definitely nice courses there, oh, but like, oh, like yeah. I think the wind has. Yeah, a I was course, just gonna say if you play the wind, like, but it's also like probably four. 50 bucks to play yeah we weren't playing there yeah <laughs> fair silly because last time I, I was in vegas it was like mid-summer we went for the nba summer league like years mm. ago and it was like 100 degrees every day basically yeah. i'm like oh this is like hot brutal yeah how was that was that fun going to the summer league i will forever tell people if you're a basketball fan it's the greatest thing you can go to really yeah it's so much fun i mean you pay for whatever like we were lucky enough that like he had some company credit to, you know, get us into a, a nice hotel, if you will, at the time. So, like, we were staying in the same hotel as, like, the Dallas Mavericks and the oh, Atlanta wow. Hawks. And so, it's like, we you know, you go around, you're like, you see, you know, for NBA fans, I, you know, we see John Collins and Trey Young, who was your age at yeah, the time. Yeah, I was like, going to say Trey Young. around, but, like, he, you know, they weren't going to kick him out, but he wasn't gambling or anything like yeah. that. We walked past Mark Cuban probably two or three times that weekend. Wow. Uh, and Boy, like, Mayweather. Yeah, we walked past. I was, wow. I was probably from me, well, almost to you, maybe, maybe from Nate to you yeah. away from Floyd Mayweather because him and his posse were like, you know, it's him, probably like three or four other guys around his size are like a little bit bigger. And then you got like three guys just in the back who are like six foot six, six foot seven, and just like big dudes oh gosh and like he was like he like stopped right next to us and like laughed and like it was kind of a cackle which is i'll never forget it because it was floyd freaking yeah. mayweather uh but Golly. it was absurd and then but like you know you just walk around and you go down the strip and you go to diff- different casinos and like you see all these guys like i saw so many nba guys who were just there because and i think there was a fight going on that week as well so mm. like oh, probably uh i think it was even more hopping you know hopping because of that but like you go and essentially it's like i mean it used to be like 35 bucks for like to get into the stadium and it was at what's that unlv yeah or, so yeah. that unlv and they have two gyms playing technically attached to each other and so like you can kind of go back and forth if you want well and it's like it's general admission so once you're in for the day you can go in between the two courts and watch like four games in a row for like 30 dollars wow or 50 bucks i think yeah. it's more expensive now but and, and we got there like pretty early and we were probably like the hundredth person you know or maybe more person in there like it, we it didn't feel like we were that close but like we were just we picked whatever court we decided like was going to be the better like because we watched four games and so like that's more than enough basketball like, to go back and forth like it was what it was, but we just sat in, like, the third row, essentially, like, behind one team's bench. 
like we knew the wolves were playing there and so we just like sat behind that bench and just watched four games and like honestly it was the most basketball i probably ever watched in a day and i was i was like dead tired from just like sitting there all day like but uh and like screaming, watching yeah. basketball, but it's it was like thirty five bucks. Yeah, that's so worth it. Like, like all flights to Vegas are always cheap. Cheap, too. yeah. Mm-hmm. They they just want they subsidize you getting there because they know they'll make their money once you're there. Yeah, yeah. That's fair, for sure. That's so, so cool. Yeah, no, you guys got season ticket holders, big basketball fans. Yeah, yeah, Huge. yeah. I think uh, NBA summer league was a little more exciting than the Wolves are sometimes, but yeah, we're still we for still certain people. Yeah. I mean, I love your guys' seats, though. I, I was lucky enough to go to a game with Brett, and I was like, oh. this is just beautiful. <laughs> like, it's, uh, it's a luxury, and it's, you know, I'll never say that we aren't, you know, lucky and blessed to be able to have those seats. Uh, and it's, it's just, I think for me, at least, it's one of those experiences that just never gets old. Like, I will go, and truthfully, whether we're good or bad, you know, we first year we had tickets, we won 16 games, and so... Uh, and ticket prices <laughs> still went up the next year. Wow. So, you know, shout out to the Wolves, but, uh, I mean, Stop it is Stop raising it is. the prices, goddammit. For, like. <laughs> for real, for real. Uh, but it was like, yeah, I mean, it, it was, you know, we've been Wolves fans our whole lives, and now it's like, sometimes it feels like that's all I can think about. And, you know, they yeah. lose a game, and I am like, I don't lose sleep over it, but I still am thinking about it all the day the next day. And I'm just like, how do we lose that game? Like, why do we lose that game? That's the worst. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and it's it's tough because it's like it's fun to be that much into a team, but then it's also just it's tough to be a fan of any Minnesota team because any every Minnesota team, you know, the last championship. Well, shout out to the Lynx, but uh, yep. outside of the Lynx, uh, the men are lacking, and so the you Twins know, won in like the nineties, like ninety one. That was that was the last championship. Eighty nine, ninety one. That was the last championships we had essentially uh yeah for men's sport shout out to the links yeah. shout out to the links they're good they're they were they were good now they're, yeah. they had a bad season last year yeah but it's all right come back season yeah well this is this has been awesome i can't uh, thank you guys enough um this studio is rentable right it's rentable the podcast rentable. stuff as well or um yeah we haven't done that yet but it is an option yeah. it would be more expensive than just like renting out the space to like shoot content yeah. but we'd still we're pretty reasonable with yeah. everything we do so i mean i know a lot of people that are like god i just wish i could just go somewhere and film a podcast and i'm yeah, like for real i know a place like <laughs> you know a place yeah, yeah. i know Uplo- i know the guy upload msp <laughs> yeah there you real. go so yeah no this has been fun. Thank yeah, you no, for having us. they're always a good time. Like, yeah. <laughs> I always feel like, oh, it's only gonna be like thirty minutes, and then you sit here, and I honestly have no clue how long it's been. <laughs> like, I don't either. We'll find <laughs> out. Hour fifteen, something like yeah, that. Yeah, that sounds about right. Probably. Yeah. Crazy. But uh, yeah, I can't thank you guys enough, Brett and Nate Reinhardt. Where can they find you? Well, I mean, you can find me on social media. At about anywhere. You know, Instagram, TikTok, at Brett J Reinhardt. Yep. Uh, other than that. LinkedIn. Yeah, I'm on LinkedIn, you know, Twitter. I don't tweet much, but, you know, I'm on Twitter. I got to get on Twitter, I think. I don't have Twitter, really. Twitter's fun to just I love and hate it. Yeah. I get most of my news from Twitter. I get like, most of my news from TikTok, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny how that works. Right? But Video content. Yeah. <laughs> for real. But, no, find me there and, I mean, Facebook. Yeah, Facebook. Whatever works. We're, I got al- we're always on Facebook. Yeah, Facebook's good. I mean, that's where all my friends from the time i was 
10 years old to this past year, you know, essentially yeah. are. So it's just easier to post most of my stuff to there and then just videos kind of everywhere else. So For sure. What about Nate? Um, Nate Reinhardt on Instagram, I guess, or Upload MSP is kind of the business Instagram, which I haven't done a whole lot with, but I plan on doing more with that. So hit me up for all studio rental, video help, whatever you need. Yeah. I got you. You do edits? Like if people send you just a raw video, would you edit it? Um, Depending. On, but yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, like I would want to make sure it's like someone I want to be working with. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't take just anything but yeah, like depending on i have the capability too so if it's if it makes sense for both parties it's something i can do yeah he's done it for me so yeah i'll take yeah. some selfie videos or just some videos in my office and be like hey i need you to just edit this and make it look pretty make it look make me look pretty yeah yeah without editing sometimes it's tougher than others <laughs> yeah oh gosh but it is what it is well sweet that's uh that's about it we'll uh catch you guys on the next podcast i don't know when or where or who but We'll figure it out. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, thanks for having us. Yes, of Thank course. Thank you very much. It's a, it's a go with the flow. So, peace out. Like, comment, subscribe. <laughs> <True>. Yes. <laughs>